0: Welcome to Grace Point Church podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Reverend Harrison Mungai. Reverend Harrison is the lead pastor at Grace Point Church. Good morning and welcome to Christian Living on Fridays. It's a great joy to be able to host you once again for this um, podcast where we are thinking a lot more deeply around theology culture and even politics it's really exciting that uh, uh, this week there has been a lot going on uh, as far as christian and political engagement is concerned and i'm sure perhaps some of you have benefited from some of the uh, talks that have been presented if there are any questions that uh, are emerging out of these um, conversations being held either here in our podcast or even a wider field in the wider Christian community or even general comments, please bring them on to the comment section and we would uh, love to engage and even see how does uh, God's word uh, speak to some of the concerns or questions that we might be having. So it's been a wonderful two weeks, uh, two sessions that we have had so far. And now uh, today, I just want to ask a question as we begin this uh, Friday morning how do you identify now that might strike some of us as an interesting question because um we are not even some of us are not even sure that they actually identify as this or the other but someone has said that uh, the biggest question of our time is a question of identity that is who are you who do you identify as? um so some will say that uh, I am a man, I am an old or older man. Or some might say I am a young man or a young woman. Someone else might say I am from this family. All well, those are identities. Others might say uh, I hold this office, so I am pastor so and so, or I am elder this and that. Those are identities. Some of them are natural identities, some some of them are who we are, perhaps by birth or by gender. Others might be things that we do. I am a plumber, or I am a teacher, or I am an engineer, or I am a medical doctor, I am a nurse. These are acquired uh, identities. And in all these things, you know, there is a bigger question. Who are you really? Uh, many of us will probably know that uh, june is sort of internationally recognized as pride month it's a recent identity i think it's only been going on for about uh, maybe 15 or, 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 or so years but it's a time where the lgbtq community um wants a lot more recognition wants everybody to sort of take up the rainbow and sort of um, affirm that kind of identity of people who identify as perhaps uh, gay or lesbian or transgender or all these other uh, identities that there are within the movement. But the big question that I, I perhaps want us to ask ourselves this Friday morning is, how do we identify as Christians? And maybe an even bigger question might be, is there such a thing as a Christian identity? Or is identity culturally defined? I would love to say that uh, as we approach um, this very deep question of of identity, we must first acknowledge that um, we can be defined by our faith, that is, things that we actually believe, it's also true we can be defined by culture, the you know, backgrounds that we come from, perhaps even nationality. We um, can even be defined by um, our status. You know, the fact that maybe we are married or we are not married. Um, all those, um, all different forms of identity, and the list goes on and on. But it is very important to ask ourselves. What is the primary identity? Uh, What is our primary identity? What defines us the most? Uh, Or rather, what shapes who we are in the most significant way? And if that is faith, that is our Christianity, then that's what our primary identity is. Um, I don't deny there could be a a sense in which uh, I would say, yes, I am. Uh, Harrison and that is uh, an identity that I was given at birth and I am Kenyan and I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. But which of those identities shapes my thinking and my attitudes, my behaviour the most? Is it the fact that uh, I am a Kenyan or is it the, the fact that I come from tribe ABC or is it the fact that I am a man who really shapes how I act, how I think, how I prioritize the use of my time and my relationships? Which, which of those identities define me the most? And it's an important question. And secondly, I must ask myself, is this an acquired identity? Or is it a given identity? And if it is a given, who has given it to me? So for example, I might say I am Pastor Harrison, but I haven't always been Pastor Harrison. That's generally been true for the last four years. But perhaps then for 90% of my life so far, it wasn't that. So then pastor cannot really be my identity. Uh, it's really sad. Sometimes you hear people introducing themselves and they might say, oh, I am honorable so-and-so or I am Reverend so-and-so. That's quite unfortunate because That's sort of making something just recently acquired, an identity. Um, So really, it's not the office that one might hold or a title that one might have, because that's just an acquired identity. It's only temporal, however true it might be. It's only temporal, and it really is not who really uh, truly I am. The other question we must ask ourselves as we deal with the question of identity is it Is this uh, identity um, eternal or is it temporal? So, for example, um, it's only for a season that I would hold a certain office. And then after that, it's it's gone. Or even if I am husband to so-and-so and so, so -so, I might say I am Rhoda's husband. That's only for this life. Beyond that, that identity becomes irrelevant, Uh, you know, or I'm a father too. Again, that's just acquired, uh, perhaps for a season, and then it's gone. And so then, uh, is it an eternal sort of identity uh, or is it um, just limited by time? And also maybe lastly is a question of who is a giver or what's the source of this identity? Is it people, Uh, or is it God, the Creator? Um, and, And that's an important question to ask ourselves, because are we the ones who determine what our identity is, or will be, or are we given by another? Very, very important question. Is identity who we choose today, the titles we can heap on ourselves, or even how we might choose to identify, or is it given by an authority? Which is where then uh, the question of Christian identity becomes very important, that we're not the ones who define who we are and therefore what we do, but it's actually the Father who has made us and God who has created us, who defines who we are, so that when God says that he made them male and female. That's important to see that that's that's who God has made humanity to be. And so to say anything beyond that is sort of um, now almost assuming the authority of the creator and actually creating other categories and other identities that the Lord has not given us in his word. So then who who are we? How does scripture which is a source of authority and which speaks to us um, what God wants us to know and which uh, defines and guides uh, how we are to think. How does it define us as believers? Now I'm going to a very briefly turn to um, 1 Peter, just a few verses in 1 Peter chapter 2, from verse 9 to 12, just four verses that um, are very very crucial in Christian identity. Here's what 1 Peter says in chapter 2, verses 9 to 12. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light once you were not a people but now you are god's people once you had not received mercy but now you have received mercy beloved i urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Very striking words uh, addressed, actually, to Christians, as uh, you would have noticed that uh, it's actually here in this very book that uh, uh, actually uh, Christians are identified as Christians. And also, um, you know, really at the beginning of the book, uh, it's actually addressed to God's people. You know, in chapter 1, verse 1, uh, Peter addresses his book to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in various places. Uh, he reads there pontus Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, and in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood. And he says, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. So this is uh, addressed to Christians. And then it goes on to sort of give a number of defining words in terms of their identity. And and this is what I I was hoping that we would actually be uh, understanding as how does the Bible define us? So that is not me who actually defines myself. It is how has the Bible identified uh, Christians as believers? Now, he uses a number of words but that we would do well just to think about very briefly. He uses a chosen race and a royal priesthood, a holy nation, then a people for his own possession. And that's all in verse 9. Now, one of the things that you would actually notice right there is that it is a collective term. It is not individualistic. It is not uh, who just one person is, but we are defined as a community which is the language that the Bible uses throughout uh, to define God's people, particularly in the New Testament, as a community. Like the following verse, or um, towards the end, it calls a, a, a called out people, called you in plural, called out people out of darkness into his marvelous light. So you will notice that it's a communal identity defined as a community. But but what marks that community? One, it's a chosen race. It means chosen by God, called out by God. He defines it as a royal priesthood, people who serve before God as a priest or those who intercede before God. Royal in the sense that uh, he has that idea of um, chosen in the sense that serving in his courts, who is the king. So that idea of royal priesthood uh, sits in there very well. A holy nation, that means a people um Called out by God, sanctified by God, made holy uh, through the blood of Jesus Christ, one of them made right with God, holy nation, and then a people for His own possession, that is people who belong to God, people who are His, people who have been adopted into His family. I think it's important to understand all these uh, aspects of, uh, the, you know, these defining marks of, um, you know, of, of identity. You know, a chosen race, a people whom God has chosen, a royal priesthood, a people who serve in the courts or in the royal palace of God, a holy nation, a people who've been sanctified by the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, as a people who belong to God, a people of his own possession, Peter tells us. It goes on then to tell us the purpose of, you know, these people, in other words, their role It is that you may proclaim the excellencies or the glories of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. It is also who been called out to stand out, or sort of to show the perfections of God, the excellencies of him who called you out. Um, you know, who has indeed redeemed you from where you were in before and who has now called you into his marvellous life. That's the purpose uh, of these people. And it's very striking then how Peter uh, goes on to show us the before who you were and now who you have become. You know, sort of almost reflecting on these other aspects of the identity, says, once you were not a people, now... You are God's people, which is which is great. That uh, if we identify ourselves, we would say we are God's people. That's how Scripture defines us as God's people. Goes on to say, once you had not received mercy, but now, verse then, you have received mercy. In other words, another aspect of our identity is that we are recipients of God's mercy. nani? Sisi abao huruma. tumepata neema. We are those who have received mercy, which I think is such a uh, such a good thing to check on our pride, to know that we are those who are mere recipients of God's mercy. Peter goes on in 11 to say to these believers and and gives them yet another aspect of identity, beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles. He reminds us that we are not at home. We are sojourners. We are those who are in transit. We are those who are on a journey to Kidogo. We are sort of, um, you know, taking a brief momentary um, time here in this place, which is not our home. In fact, he also calls us exiles, those who are sort of removed from their eternal home uh, and who are just somewhere that's not really theirs. And he calls the believers then to abstain from passions of the flesh. Which war against your soul, and he calls on them to keep their conduct honorable among the Gentiles, so that they may, you know, if they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of your visitation, his visitation. So then, you know, with, with all these very loaded definition, how do you identify? I think the right answer to that question would be actually don't identify. I have been identified, I have been identified, Christians have been identified as a chosen race, as a royal priesthood, as a sanctified nation, in fact as a people who belong to God. They have been identified as God's people, as recipients of mercy. Have also been, we have been identified as sojourners, as exiles, those who are um, only here, but their home is not really here. And what's the purpose of it all? That we may proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. That's the purpose. That we may show the excellencies of the beauty of his salvation. That's why we would abstain from the passions of the flesh which work against our souls. Which is why we would keep our conduct honourable among the Gentiles so that they may actually see the good deeds of believers and glorify God on the day of his visitation. So identity, although it's a big question of our time, it's actually not for me to determine who I am. It is for me to receive the identity that I have been given. It is for me to humbly Um, accept who God has defined uh, me and you, us as individuals and as a community. Think about that today and may the Lord help us as we wrestle uh, in our times. Father God, please help us as we wrestle with the question of identity in our times. We may not stumble but remember you have indeed given us an identity. Help us to embrace that Help us to remember who you have called us out to be and help us to live in light of that. We ask that in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grace Point Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again for a new episode. Goodbye.